Welcome to Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Matt. Matt, Matt what should people do? Uh, obligatory reminder to check out our Twitter, because no one ever does. Yeah. At Justice Losers Pod. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I we still the still thing still stands. Every one follower we get, I will post the tweet. Mm-hmm. And also, we're probably going to start posting. We haven't done it for the past three movies we've seen since you recommended <laughs> this, but we're going to probably do many, many reviews. Um, yep. Maybe we'll just do like our little weird rating thing. Yeah, that's what we can yeah, do. We can, that's what we, we can, can do. We can tweet it that night, and then people can can go see like later. Okay. If they want our explanation of why we have yeah. that. Especially okay. for mine, because mine are bizarre analogies. Yes. <laughs> Yours are usually like, it's good or it's not good, or like in between you can tell. Mine are like some mm-hmm. weird how I felt at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Matt, what have you been doing lately? A variety of things. Our new segment, out. right before what you've been up to. Okay. It's a really repetitive um, show. <laughs> <laughs> well... I had some lunch today. I had a, a roast beef sandwich with cheddar cheese <laughs> gonna, on yes, bread. Yes, perfect. We're going to do a bunch of it up to, but before that, we're actually going to do what we've been doing in our normal lives. <laughs> uh, I'm putting a stop to this this instant. <laughs> well, I watched, well, actually I watched three movies this week, but we'll talk about one of them later. Uh, but of the other two I watched, Cars 3 was substantially the better one. So, Really? Yeah, because the other one was Twilight. Oh. <laughs> Why did you watch Twilight? Because uh, last Friday night, Hannah and I came home and had a couple of drinks and we're like, you know what? We've never seen Twilight. Let's just watch Twilight. And it was really bad, but it was fun to make fun of. The only reason I can conceivably imagine watching Twilight is doing it for Booze and Booze, which is on the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, Matt, now you've se- <coughs> Oh, my God. Doing construction in a house is garbage. Yep. Uh, Matt, you, you've seen it now. Well, I'd seen Catwoman. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But don't ruin everything, because no. I still haven't seen Twilight. Only thing I know is just, like, say it. Vampire. Or whatever. Something like that. Okay. Is I that, don't even it? remember. Oh, okay. It was not memorable. <laughs> or you were just drunk <laughs> enough. Not even. I don't know. It um, had, well, it did have... It actually had a surprising number of good actors in, like, minor roles. Uh, hmm. It has young Anna Kendrick for a while. Oh, yeah. Kind of wandering around. Yeah. It's got Gil Birmingham, who I really liked in Wind River. Uh, the guy who plays the dad... Is really good. The guy who but, plays the dad. Yeah. And this one. The girl's dad. The good. girl's dad. The actual two main characters are just like, no charisma. Neither of them wants to be there. It's bad. Yeah, no, it's really obvious, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, Well, Cars 3 was better than Cars 2. Okay. The way I've kind of been describing it is it felt like one of the creative people higher up at Pixar was like, I've got this concept for what Cars 3 should be, and it's just so foolproof that I'm going to just hand it off to an intern and let them make it. And it turns out it wasn't entirely foolproof. Oh. So, like, there's a there's good points There's a in good it. movie in there yeah. somewhere. It's just kind of a mess when you actually put it all together. Yep. All right. Um, Been up to some other stuff, but I'll let you go first. Uh, Shit, what am I doing, dude? I think really just the same stuff. Still going through Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally got back to reading some comics, so I read through Superman. Yeah. Volume 2 is significantly better than Volume 1. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Volume 1 is like, it doesn't pick up as quickly as Batman does. Mm -hmm. Because Scott Snyder's, yes, 
Scott Snyder. Yeah, yeah, Scott Snyder. That's yeah. who it is. Oh yeah, my God, how much? Yeah, Scott Snyder's run of Batman is phenomenal, and it's just from issue one, it's really good. Uh-huh. Um, Superman, the first few are just kind of like, eh. There's some interesting villains. The villains are based on his powers, like he okay. um, brought nanobot, nanomites, or nano might nanites nanites there we go nanites, that's what it. is okay okay i'm really tired people i just went <laughs> spent three hours like peeling wallpaper um that had remnants of asbestos on it so i'm probably have me- mesothelioma and also just lung cancer now all right <laughs> so i'll be coughing a lot so you and your loved ones might be entitled to financial compensation exactly if you call this number <laughs> that commercial finally makes sense to me <laughs> um but uh anyway um yeah no the first first few the he had nanites that would come off of him when he used some of his powers okay so there was one that was ice based that came from his super breath which Mm -hmm. is still kind of vaguely defined as strong and cold but only when he wants it to be either of those okay because you know what i'm talking about yeah so like he'll use it as just cool breath but it won't blow shit away right and he'll use it as like so it's whatever he wants it to be okay Sounds like comics. Yeah, Superman still isn't very defined entirely well. Uh, one is Fireface, based on his heat vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one he can't actually uh, see or hear uh, because it came from his um, super oh, okay. extra vision. Like yeah, okay. uh, but it was cool because Clever. what 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 happened is uh, like that one is actually the most interesting because uh, he couldn't see it, mm-hmm. but he could see it when it was on camera. Okay. So. Uh, Jimmy Olsen was like filming it and it was on TV. And so he crashed them into uh, a tech store where there was TVs everywhere. And uh, he used that to his advantage. And was very funny. clever. So that was clever. And it was, that was towards the end of it when it started to get okay. better. And then volume two was significantly better. Okay. And now I am on to Supergirl volumes one and two. Mm-hmm. And then I begin the hell on earth, earth storyline, which is one of those annoying storylines. It's like, uh, issue 13, 13, 13, 14, 14, 14, 14 15, 15, yeah. 15. Um, so that's a pain in the ass. And then, so I'm just going to say what I'm going to be up to. <laughs> and I'll revisit them. Uh, and then I actually get to read uh, Team 7, Stormwatch, and Voodoo. Which okay. I'm unfamiliar with two of the three. Mm-hmm. And I am vaguely familiar with the third. Okay. Um, other things I've been up to are just... Uh, continuing working on my D and D campaign, um, I have taken it easy on that because I'm realizing all the all of my players are. I I mean I knew it, but now it's evidently like abundantly clear that they are newbies at it, mm-hmm. so they're not going as quickly as I expected them to. So I'm yep. not like planning out weeks in advance because like I could just kind of <laughs> like expect where I or plan where I expect them to go, and then they'll get halfway there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, they. I was telling telling you about it. They're very creative with the way that they actually solve problems mm-hmm. or the way they go about it. Right. Um, they actually skirted around my multiple contingency plans for how they solved a problem, and I was like, I have no idea what to do now. Ha. So I had to I had to literally change the way that a a, a certain thing progressed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to actually say anything, right? Because I know at least one of them listens, right? <laughs> so, I had to change the way things progressed and the way that the things exist. Good for them making your life hard. Fucking make my life hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I have also been reading a little bit of comics. I'll jump uh. in on that real quick. I read the first two volumes of Injection, which is an image title by uh, Warren Ellis. Is the writer. Oh yeah, I know Warren yeah, Ellis. He's, he's pretty famous. 
He's got one of those names. I don't know him personally, but (laughs) we're good friends. We, we have beers on Friday. It's, it's nice. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> no uh yeah it's you pitched him this idea a few years ago and then you read this comic book and you're like wow this seems vaguely familiar huh <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. warren <laughs> <laughs> yeah no well like i've been kind of wanting to get into image a little bit because it seems like the sort of thing where i feel like i'm gonna like a lot of it oh yeah because it's uh, sort of the interesting weirder concepts oh well, yeah the I, i've talked about this a lot image has a lot of the best uh titles because one it started purely off of uh creator owned right uh, creator it's the property of the creator Mm -hmm. um so they get to do what they want with it right um it it slips past the uh the overarching problem with our world which is studio oversight right um and so they get to do what they want with it there's no bombs with gore or nudity or something so they can go into nope sure aren't definitely aren't like i don't think that i don't think i've read a title yet that ha- doesn't have just fuck everywhere and tits mm-hmm. everywhere yep this one had as many penises as i've seen in a comic book since watchmen <laughs> yeah probably more yeah and in like half as many pages so <laughs> so yeah no they're very good yeah um injection What's it about? injection itself it's uh the the little uh tagline on the back is once upon a time there were five crazy people who poisoned the 21st century now they have to stop the corrosion from spreading and before the world gets too weird to sustain human life is that the whole tagline pretty much it's just that's not a tagline that's a summary i mean that's it's like a little thing that they a tagline is like enough said yeah i used the wrong phrase (laughs) uh but that's like the little thing they use in like it's it's on the back of all the volumes and it kind of precedes all of the actual like summaries and stuff okay um but so the idea is there's this group of five uh super intelligent kind of weird people uh one of them may or may not be a wizard who got appointed by the government to figure out what the future of the 21st century was going to be um and they realized that innovation was going to stagnate and so they decided to invent a kind of a rogue AI and send it out into the world to help spur more invention. Um, part huh. of that process involved the wizard putting a ghost into it. It's very strange, but it all kind of makes sense when you actually okay. like read it. And so now it's kind of running amok and wreaking havoc on little bits and pieces of the world and trying to sort of explore. And so it's these five people sort of dealing with the guilt of letting loose this essentially apocalyptic level threat to humanity but no one else knows what's going on it's just kind of like weird little things Mm -hmm. and it's them trying to go around and individually solve the the problems that they started okay sounds interesting it's very interesting it's very weird it Um, is on my list now okay i can i can just give you a copy of the first volume because i have two okay (laughs) because uh you have two copies of the first volume yep because i ordered uh from amazon uh along with the new volume of the current black panther run which i haven't gotten to yet um and the package was kind of beaten up and had some holes in it and the why don't you return it and get your money back because the comics themselves were not really damaged that much the black panther like one of the corners was folded over oh Um, yeah and there was like some scuffing around the edges and i was like okay this isn't enough to return but i lodged a complaint i was like okay this isn't enough for me to want to do the hassle to return but it's clearly not acceptable and i wanted to let you guys know and they just shipped me a new order free of charge oh cool yeah so i'll just i'll take the new one 
No, no, you <laughs> <laughs> um, I was close. I almost had yeah. it. Uh, actually, the injection, both of them are in comparable shape. It's just okay. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so that. I also watched the first episode of Luke Cage season two. It's pretty good. I'll report back on that when I have more. That's to talk out. About. That is out as of today. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> watch. I am watch. two shows behind. Yep. <laughs> is it worth? Does it have any? Uh, uh, sh- should I watch the Jessica Jones season two before this? Uh, they haven't referenced Jessica Jones season two yet, but okay. um, Jessica Jones season two is very self-contained. Okay. So. I need to get around to watching that. I'll do it after Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then also my one thousand movies, which. Oh. Also, speaking of which, I do have a thing I gotta do. Um, I it has been suggested by Gage, uh, who you you will hear you've heard a lot about. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he recommended that I post uh the list on Facebook, and oh, okay. kind of allow people to keep track of my progress and maybe watch along with me. Oh, okay, um, that'll be fun. I tried to find a way to do that. I will continue searching for a way to do that. I tried to do a <laughs> notes, uh, but it only allows you for it only allows five hundred lines. Oh, that's an issue when you're doing a thousand movies. Yeah, I can maybe do two lists. I guess. I don't know. I'll figure out what I'm gonna do. Yep. Maybe I'll just do like a a Google list or a Google Docs. Yeah, that could work. And post it on there. Um Yeah, well I guess you have anything else you were doing? Nope. That's that'd it. be a nice little transition into Gage has been killing segue. it in comments today. Attaboy Gage. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, here we go. I told you, if you guys comment things that are actually like self, rel- relatively self-contained, self, self, self-contained, self-contained uh, <laughs> comments, I will actually like talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to find the fucking screenshot now. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, see, no one's ever done this before. No one's ever commented enough for us to really start addressing it. And so we don't have like an actual formal segment and we have no idea what our process is. And I'm kind of just rambling here trying to kill time while he figures out. Where what he's is it? Here it is. I found okay, it. Good. Okay. I've run um, out of rambling. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about the, it was a few episodes ago, actually mm-hmm. it was on our Deadpool two review. Now that, now that yeah. I look at what okay. comment it was on. Okay. Um, he asked, uh, could one argue that we we're talking about the woman in the fridge mm-hmm. uh, trope. Could one argue that the woman in the fridge phenomenon is less a matter of killing women to motivate men and more of a product of a male predominance in superhero movies? No matter who you are, the death of a loved one is a pretty compelling motivation. It seems to me that the number of murdered women might be due to the large, larger number of male heroes. If there were more female heroes, don't you think that their male counterparts would be murdered just as often? Or if there were more gay male heroes, then the men they love would be murdered? In any case, the death of a lover is just an easy, just, just an easy and compelling motivator. I agree, actually. I think that makes sense. To a, to a, to a certain degree. Uh, I agree that that is definitely a issue where there is just a lot of male characters. Mm-hmm. A lot of straight male characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I don't think that I... I can't think of personally any examples of um, where it's not a woman for a male character. Um all the characters that I can think of that fit the other like female characters or gay characters. Cause like mm-hmm. only two only uh, gay couples that I can think of right now, like male gay characters are um, Apollo and Midnighter. Mm-hmm. They're never rescuing each other because they trust each other. Both superheroes are both right. badass. Um, 
Midnighter is a Batman that kills and Apollo is Superman, so they can both handle themselves. Yep. Um and Hartley Fuck. Pied Piper <laughs> and whatever his boyfriend's name is, who is a cop. I don't know. So it's a superhero. Supervillain turned superhero. Mm-hmm. Um and a cop who can both handle themselves. And they're not predominant enough to be a center of a story. Uh but all the female characters I can think of don't ever have a weaker male uh relationship if that makes sense all female superheroes mm-hmm. are dating a male superhero steve trevor steve trevor okay not superhero per se but a character that can handle themselves okay um also in the new 52 she's dating in air quotes superman mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but i'm not sure i'm actually now that i think about it i'm actually not sure what her According to the internet, she's actually lesbian or just kind of whatever in hmm. um, in Rebirth, but I, yeah. I'm not sure. No, but no, no Gage, I, I completely agree. I think that the male predominance with, like, straight male predominance is, well, I, I think maybe the woman in the fridge is indicative of the straight male predominance, yeah. where it does give them, uh, that is a compelling thing. Right. Um. I mean, yeah, death or capture of a loved one is going to be a useful, simple motivation. Yeah. I think I I've been a little bit incorrect with the trope is that I think the woman in the fridge is either the death or brutal maiming. Okay. It's not just kidnapping because kidnapping that's damsel in distress. That's been happening for millennia, I would say. Yeah. Um, but this is like the straight up murder kind of brutal murder of a female character. Okay. Um, so no, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, I think he had another one. Probably. I can find it. Every time I check the notifications, it's like, Gage commented. Gage yeah. Commented. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe do an episode. You can list the classic and classic classic movies that have a significant that had that have had a significant cultural impact, and that a fully educated movie goer should be should absolutely see. Oh boy, I got explain. a lot more movies to watch before I do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe finish our thousand movie, the thousand yeah. movies before. Um, you can explain what makes them a classic and talk about how these movies have significance today. That's a good, intelligent conversation. It's a good topic. Yeah. So that'll definitely. That'll happen in a few years when we've when seen we've all seen the when we've seen all of the classic movies. Yeah, uh, that's definitely on the list now. But yep. it'll be a while. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, see, told you. Well, if you fucking comment things, yeah, that we can actually talk about when you just like because sometimes people will say, "I'll make a joke that's like uh, self incriminating of mm-hmm. something," and then someone will come and go, like, "How when Preston hates himself," and it's just like that's not a comment I can really talk about on the podcast. <laughs> it would make you too sad inside. But yeah, no, absolutely. Give us like discussion topics, and honestly, we can make an episode out of them. Um, sure. If I hadn't already kind of hammered the woman in the fridge trope into our podcast enough, mm-hmm. we probably could have done an episode about it with examples and yeah, counter sure. examples and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we still can. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, news. News. Uh, we got a trailer for Creed 2. Yes. Which looks looks pretty good. Yeah. It's not Ryan Coogler, which makes me a little sad because he's really good. Yeah. But. Moving on to bigger things, maybe? Probably. Yeah. I mean, he already did with Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. But, but like, moving, like sticking with bigger things. Yeah. I mean, I think he's producing or in some way creatively affiliated. So he's, gotcha. he's probably got some of the vision. Um, yeah. It looks pretty good. I love the first one. I'm excited for the second one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we got any other trailers. Nothing big enough for me to want to comment on. What else did we get? Uh, we got that whole, uh, I don't even know what to call it, where 
apparently Star Wars stories are off, but then apparently they're on, but then oh, no yeah, one really no, knows what's going on. That that was I think that was a rumor that got blown up too quickly and too it was a well backed up rumor. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, because of solo everyone's putting everything on hold. It's like right. that's believable. Right. But apparently everything's still in production, everything's fine. Well, Sort of. Sort of. Like, uh, Stephen Daldry is, they've officially announced that he is off of Obi-Wan. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, then, no. Hang on. Who's that? Never mind. I was thinking of the Boba Fett one. Oh, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's he's supposed to be a good director, but I haven't seen anything he's done. Okay. Uh, but. So, I don't, I, I mean. I don't know. As long as it doesn't turn into a flash thing, right? Where it's like flash on, flash off. Right. <laughs> well, they haven't they haven't announced uh, what like actually is going to be next after Episode Nine. They have a slot reserved sometime in 2020 where they have like an actual date for a movie to come out, but uh-huh. they don't haven't announced what it's going to be. Gotcha. Uh, it apparently will not be Boba Fett because James Mangold has said he won't have enough time to put it out before then. Yeah. No. I don't, so who knows? I don't want. See, this is what I'm concerned about is they've got like, they're, they're doing what DC is doing, which DC is suffering from is where they're putting mm-hmm. dates out right? and they don't have something chosen for them. Mm-hmm. That's not a good sign. Yeah. Because by the time you choose something, you've got a rush right. to get that movie out. And that can exactly. make for a real Batman versus Superman movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they've been working on it for like three years. Yeah. That was just a bad movie. A bad movie. Um... But uh, I apparently uh, Robert De Niro is going to be a supporting cast member for one of the Joker movies. I believe it's the probably the Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix one yeah. because uh, I think Scorsese's pr- producing that one. Yeah, okay. And him and De Niro have worked uh, So I think potentially what that could be, I can't think of any like comic book characters he would be mm-hmm. besides like maybe uh, Falcone and or Maroni. I could see that. Maybe putting some gang war stuff into this because that's yeah. that's something that the that a Joker solo movie could really benefit from. Instead mm-hmm. of like watching the Joker's origin and like watching him do stuff, maybe just have like it's not really following a person; mm-hmm. it's watching an event of the rise of the Joker and just fucking with the yeah the powerhouses of Gotham. That could be fun. Sort of expand on some of those threads we got in the Dark Knight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Joker messing with them. Yeah, yeah, because that okay. would be that because like kind of when I when I imagine when I I don't really have a movie in mind for an example like that. Mm-hmm. But you don't always have to follow a person. You can just right. kind of like watch events happen. Um, watch like uh, gang boss meetings where they're like what the fuck is going on and mm-hmm. like just allow for like plot development yeah and you're just watching this thing develop and it's not really a star okay so i could i could be on board with that i would absolutely okay, i'm be back on board. on board i'm back on board with joker <laughs> see i need to make movies <laughs> i should make movies yeah. uh, <laughs> quality um, studios i bought my tickets to Coming ant-man soon. and the wasp there's a giant list of all the <laughs> just going through my screenshots i've I've learned to screenshot news things that i think are interesting because it okay keep track of them that makes sense um star trek and transformers comic or yeah i think it's comic crossover announced i think it is a comic i think so i think i saw that i can't imagine that being a movie no it won't be a movie be... Although we're apparently getting some star trek 4 news relatively soon oh good according to zachary quinto all right, well, yeah, no, Transformers is a Star Trek crossover. It's not as big of a deal as I expected it to be, because mm-hmm. I, like, I screenshot it and then looked at it. It's like, oh, it's just a comic, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I 
That's fine. We have Scooby Doo. Think I have enough investment. Apparently, to Fred died in Scooby Doo. Well, like the comic. That's a thing. That's a thing. I, I don't really care about the comic, but okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's supposed to be really good. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's more. It's not really a gritty reboot. It's just less like campy and goofy and stuff. But anything's gonna feel like a gritty reboot next to the original show, really. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of comics, they've announced uh, Stranger Things comic line. From really? Dark Horse. Yeah. Oh, but it's Dark Horse. Did you hear about Dark Horse? I didn't hear about Dark Horse. Oh, Mara actually sent this to me today. Dark Horse refuses to actually pay for like healthcare for LGBT. L- fucking hell. LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It's there. I hope that okay. silence wasn't like insanely long. I think it was workable. Okay, uh, but yeah, no, they they they're refusing to. They're very anti pride, and that's bad. Yeah. So, well. Anyway, anyway. Uh, any other news? I'm gonna kind of. Oh, the most exciting news of the month! This. They have announced that they're doing another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, really? And it's either going to be a sequel or a reboot, and no one really knows. Oh God. Yay. Oh, a Child's Play TV series is announced. A who? A ch- Child's Play. Do you a not what? know what Child's Play is? A when? Huh? Why? What? What? Okay, what do you not know? <laughs> Everything. Do you not know what Child's Play is? You're going to tell me and I'm going to feel really dumb. It's, but the, no it's the horror movie with um, Chucky. The oh, doll. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, come on. They've got like 11. I didn't know that. They've got like 11 movies out in that they're yeah. doing a TV series. Interesting. Uh, I don't know where it's going to be on. I think it's just going to be on TV, which will be interesting. You just, you're tuned into your favorite show and then suddenly there's a five minute interruption of Chucky laughing maniacally and doing shenanigans. And then you have to like track it through the channels. There's like some pattern it follows to get all the snippets. That would be kind of (laughs) cool. Kind of horror movie. What if they just bought like, ad spots in different channels that would be kind of insane did that that would be really weird what if they like <laughs> bought and remade a whole bunch of like just regular show episodes and inserted chucky into it huh that would be insane That'd like be you're insane. just like you're just like watching like walking dead and then chucky shows up and fucking stabs someone that would be something yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all the pitches we have for everything is just like man quality studios is gonna be weird (laughs) (laughs) just this broad set of things uh the former daredevil showrunner steven s denight signs a multi-year deal with netflix okay that's good he knows how to do things he knows how to do things that's for sure uh that's all i got really okay i'm out of stuff too all right this is kind of a slow news week we were, just, we were milking this week for all, was, well, yeah, all we could. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's move into this this episode. Yeah. So this time we've seen two movies the past couple weeks. Yep. Uh, Incredibles 2 and Jurassic World 2, The Falling of the Fallen Kingdom. And... I don't think that's right. No, it's definitely not. Something tells me that that's not the right no, name. No, that's, that's not it. Okay. I don't even think there's a two in there. Is it The Lost... Fallen Kingdom. It's the Lost World. <laughs> <gasps> That's what the next trilogy is. Jurassic Kingdom. Oh. 
because it goes yeah. world the, the second ep- okay. movie. Oh my gosh! Hints We've towards what it. the woo! Ow! I just elbowed the. <laughs> and then what it is is the That's third trilogy. The trilogy, third trilogy, wraps it all around, and the second movie is going to be uh, the Fallen Park <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to be a loop. It's going to be a never-ending loop. Uh. Anyway, so we saw those two movies, and last week apparently we had to talk about E3. Apparently, apparently. some loser decided that that was important. Yeah, one of just us losers. Just uh. us. <laughs> anyway, so we skipped talking about Incredibles two that week, and we will talk about those two movies this week. So the way we're going to format it, my sock, nice. So the way we're going to format it is these to go to the trash. So the way we're going to format it is... I am just, like, dismantling this episode. So the way we're going to format it is we're going to do a quick non-spoiler review of each, and then we're going to go full spoilers and do a comparison and decide which one we like better. Yep. Okay. So... Whatever you say, sir. Let's start with Incredibles 2, I guess. Okay. Uh, It was really fun. Uh, there was a lot of point. Uh, I kind of, I mentioned this in the E3 episode. I don't mm-hmm. know why I like move my head. I talk with my head a lot in this yep. episode. Um, is my rating for it is a, it's a blackberry. It's, it's mm-hmm. really sweet, but, uh, it's got like a few seeds in it that are just like, mm, yeah. nah, big crunchy seeds, but it's good enough that you'll look past it. Yeah. And you like it. It's, it's a fun romp of a kid's movie. It yep. in no way or shape or form lives up to the first one. No. Um, it's like, no one dies. It's not very dark. It's not as thematically rich. Um, yeah. The characters feel a little more cartoonized in a lot of places. Yeah. It, but it's certainly not a bad There's movie. actually a visual difference between the two of them, too. If you look at, yeah. like, uh, kind of the way their uniforms are, the, the first one was significantly darker. It had more shading. Mm-hmm. This one was brighter and was just like, hey, yeah. it's here for the fun! Yep. Which is kind of disappointing, because... A little bit. It... Personally, I feel that they should have gone more of the the Toy Story route, where it's targeted a little more towards the people who grew up with it. Right. So, like, that they, they they had in Toy Story, Andy's age was equivalent throughout to right. what the people at that age were. Right. Um. So it was like going to college when the kids who were eight right watched the first one exactly. were going to college. Exactly. Um. So I feel like it should have been a little more of that, like give it a little more kind of depth. Mm-hmm. to appeal to us who watched Incredibles when we were eight. Right. When was the first one? 2004? 2004, so we were eight, yeah. So we were eight. Wow, I... You nailed that. I nailed both of those, <laughs> and I knew neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Woo! But more like Impreston. More like Incrediprestable. Uh, oh, I wish you just said Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been way better than just whatever that nonsense that came out of your face. Most things are better than the nonsense that comes out of my face. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the nonsense that comes out of our faces. Uh, no, you're right, though. It felt, I guess, a little Disney-fied almost. Mm-hmm. A little, I don't want to say dumbed down, but more specifically targeted at kids. Yeah. First Incredibles is like, it's just straight up a good superhero movie yeah. that anyone of any age can enjoy. This one is a little more like, yeah, I'll go and have fun, but... It's not one that I'll sit in the room when my three-year-old's watching it. Do you wonder if maybe there's anything that has to do with Infinity War coming out recently? Both Disney, both a superhero movie. Maybe not wanting to go super dark because it's like, hey, we've had enough dark superhero movies this year. Mm, no? No. No, I don't really think so. They're distant enough, they're distant I think, enough that... 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they're, okay. they're related. That was just a little thought. I yeah. didn't think so either. I was just mm-hmm. kind of curious to see. I I will say though that the the action was really good in this one. A lot of the set pieces were really fun, yeah. well orchestrated. Frozone got a lot more to do in this episode yeah. or in this episode, this movie. <laughs> yeah. I wish we'd gotten a little more of his wife, like just that little, because we saw it in the trailer. Right. There wasn't it. it it was a really funny thing in the first movie because we didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. And it's still funny, honestly. Yeah. But, like, we saw this happen a lot. Yeah. For this one. So there wasn't really anything new. Yep. Um, Which, I mean, okay, it's referencing yeah. the first, but. Yeah. Um, I really didn't have any, like, glaring problems with it. Um, there the, were a lot of small things. I the think. villain was detectable from the moment that the person walked on screen. Yeah. Um, and you actually pointed out that the name gives it away. The kind name of. of the person gives it away. Yep. Uh, so that was yeah. the villain, his or herself was not especially compelling in the end. Either yeah. syndrome was a real good villain. And yeah. This one is just kind of like, yeah, they're there. And it's like, I, I give props for not, deus ex machina ing it where like it was just oh hey this person's the villain because we need a person to fill the shoes yeah it was something that's developed and it, it, it makes sense if you think about it more the whole kind of process makes sense mm-hmm. um but like the relationship to other characters made a lot of sense right it does it does feel reasonably organic yeah. like i mean it's still a pixar movie it's still brad bird it's going to be well crafted yeah it's going to be well put together a lot yeah. of love and care yep uh I feel that, and and I guess this isn't really, like, detriment or helps the movie at all, but the characters were more extreme animated, almost. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to really kind of express that. Um, Miss Incredible was, uh, oh, Elastigirl, I guess, really, in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was much more hourglassy. Yeah. Like, a toothpick waist. Yeah. And, like, giant waist and giant chest yeah <laughs> to put it lightly yeah um and mr incredible was just like huge yep. she was kind of huge in the last one he was that's just kind of who he is right uh flash had a giant head and violet is thin as ever yeah um <laughs> more so, yeah. cartoonized i guess yeah yeah um, i think i think the whole thing just felt a little more cartoony yeah uh yeah no, i really didn't have anything else for that it was a good movie i liked it it was a pretty good movie i kind of liked it I didn't expect to go see it again, but Sean would like to go see it again, so I'll probably go see it again. Okay. I will not go see it again unless I get forced to a gunpoint, I think. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Jurassic World. Jurassic World 2, Fallen Kingdom. The Kingdom of Fall. The Kingdom of Winter. The winter is coming. Winter is coming. What? Winter is coming. Who's that supposed to be? Who's who an Irish accent that says that in a deep voice? I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we just saw this one last night. Yep. What'd you think? It was fun. Yeah. It was loud. It was scary. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I really, like, there was, uh, it, it felt, okay, so to start off with bad, it felt very just Jurassic worldy when you look at the plot in Bare Bones. There's guys who want to make money off dinosaurs. Yeah. There's a bigger, badder dinosaur. Not really bigger, but a badder dinosaur that's right. more scary than the last one. Right. And then original T-Rex comes in and saves the day. Yeah. It, it's the same thing. It does have happened. a lot of the same beats. Yeah. But, Which, 
it's, it's also like once you get into the details of the story though i think it is a lot different from any other Jurassic yeah, it, movie it took gotten. some it took some liberties with the with the universe and yeah it uh, i we, we could t- discuss this a little more spoilery later mm-hmm. but like i didn't wasn't really on board with the stretches it took okay. uh and you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking movie. about um but uh no it was it was really fun it was it scare it was scary it made me jump it actually made me jump more than a quiet place made me jump yeah, because I a think quiet a quiet place... place is more of just like extended suspense. Right, it's just more sustained tension, not really relying on jump scares. Yeah, and this, this one relied on jump scares, and it worked. Yeah, like all they, the time, they they weren't cheap jump scares. They're jump scares that are built out of well built tension. Yeah, like this guy, the uh, J. A. Bayona, I think he has a bit of a horror background. Okay, and you can kind of see that in some of this. There's like some camera work and just sort of the way he shows some things, lighting things. There was something I noticed that they did a lot that. Um, it was a, it it was a dark background, and then there was like a flash of light of some sort. So like mm-hmm. in the in that pipe, there was lava dropping, and then there right. was like flat lightning, and it would like reveal just the silhouette of a thing. Happened yeah. a lot, but it was scary every time. Yeah, it was. It never ruled. Very effective visual. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely felt I personally, I've actually like I've made a joke about this, but I would really actually like this to happen that they'd start to develop this universe to be more just straight horror Mm -hmm. because it's starting to get to that point with like the the resolution of the plot Mm -hmm. like it's kind of hard to give it a structure action adventure uh like there's a reason for every every dinosaur being in a place kind of thing and now it's just a point that um i think it would allow for more just horror you don't know what's coming okay um i have a counter argument but i'll save it for spoilers yeah no it was really hard for me to dance around that spoiler <laughs> with the, yeah <laughs> with this one yeah um i think the nicest and also meanest thing i can say about this movie is that it felt like a jurassic movie meaning that there were lots of dinosaurs running around and you really felt kind of the the awe and power of the dinosaurs um and got into some more like ideas territory a little bit, danced on it enough to make you feel like it wasn't just pandering to you with straight action. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had some good kind of scary stuff, uh, but then at the same time there were a lot of little dumb moments in between. Yeah, there was. Um... Sorry, I I really zoned out for a second there because I don't really have a rating that I'm going to give it because I don't really know yet. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm trying to think of that really quick. I should have thought about this earlier, but I'm thinking about it really hard, really okay. quickly. Cause I know we're going to start wrapping up non-spoilers pretty soon. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck pressure. I can keep spitballing for a little while. Um, yeah, there, there were a couple, uh, uh, course correction things that I noticed throughout right. the movie from the last one. One of the most ha- like heavy, like in your face ones, was when she stepped out of the plane with combat boots on. Yeah. Because for people who don't know, in the last movie, there was big backfire about the fact that she ran through this, like, chaos in the in the, in the the forest with high heels on the whole time. I was yep. like, why wasn't she wearing boots? And that was actually her own decision that, like, the actress, drawing at three names. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Uh, wanted so to do it all in heels. Yep. Which I don't really understand, but I guess in the context of, the sudden outburst of like shit's breaking loose mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. When would she have time to sit down and get boots on? I think a better written version of that character would want to wear heels all the time. Yeah. But kind of in the actual movie, I don't think I'd buy it. Okay. 
but this one, she like the moment she stepped out of plane, it was just camera on the floor and a and a boot, and yeah. it was like, look, we put her in boots, yeah, fuckos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I th- I feel like a lot of the references and callbacks and things like that were pretty well handled in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, Jurassic World, it kind of felt like in places they were just like, oh well, here we'll throw in this thing that was from the original, or we'll have a guy say that first park was legit or something and oh, just yeah. kind of use nostalgia for nostalgia's sake this one like there were a lot of more subtle references i felt in general there was one that was very in your face which yeah. was the um objects and mirror are closer than they appear yeah i don't know is that the one I, that you thought of no that was not the one i thought of i actually i kind of liked that one because it was like upside down and it felt like look we're reversing things a little bit i actually thought that scene, uh, I'm not, I don't mind really spoiling this. It's not a huge thing. Uh, that that it was the truck that had objects and mirror. Like it was obviously like the one that they were running away from. Right. The T Rex with got melted by lava, mm-hmm. which I think was more of like a kind of a statement saying it's like all right, yeah, we're we're done referencing the old movies. This, this everything's done. We're our own trilogy yeah. now. This actually reminded me a lot of <sighs> Last Jedi in a few ways yeah it's a middle movie and a trilogy that went to great pains to kind of tear down a lot of the mythology that had existed before and end in a place that could be like an ending point for a trilogy but also leaves room for um a really mind-blowing third act yeah um yeah i didn't I have it, anything it, more than that it that struggles point. less than uh the star wars because i do understand the complaints about star wars where it's like you had mm-hmm. a director and then a different director who had different ideas right you didn't really have that with this one you they kind of knew like they didn't have plot threads leaving left hanging after the first one into the second one right Th- then a director chopped those threads and made their own yeah um this which, one it also did feel like it organically tied out of jurassic World. exactly yeah um I was a little concerned when they said that this movie was going to be like more businessy, mm-hmm. which I didn't feel that was not honestly, if anything, almost less businessy. Yeah. Like the business actually felt like it was really in service of the ideas that the film was trying to communicate. The villain was fucking garbage. I will say that. Yeah. It was just, oh my God. I couldn't, I was having fun when the kid was on, st- was on screen and mm-hmm. when Owen was on the screen. Yeah. And also when Franklin and, zia i think we decided think that's her name, her name. i'm gonna actually look that up you basically anyone claire was fine she really didn't do anything that was like awesome she got she got a couple good moments oh no now that i think about it there there was definitely yeah. like some some moments where she'd save the day so basically when anyone's on, any hero was on the screen i was like yeah i dig it mm-hmm. and then when the villain was on screen i was just like this is a really poorly written villain and yeah. also the whole like the way the villain went about it and then just like supporting, like uh, not really a spoiler. The screen and the way that the the auction went mm-hmm. was just so stupid. Yeah, it was like that's not how auctions work. And right. That's, like there is no software that would just do what his computer was doing. It's like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so like if it was like an Excel spreadsheet, I would totally buy it because that's probably how that would go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there there are definitely a lot of dumb moments. They, probably would have been really well served by hiring someone who knew just like anything about volcanoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but i basically just said like once the volcano actually started being a threat i basically just told myself okay this is not a real world volcano this is some like 
alternate universe representation of a volcano and then i was totally fine with it yeah but i had to like physically stop myself and be like okay that cloud of ash that's coming down off the mountain that's not 400 degrees inside that's just like dust yeah yeah there was a it felt I felt like they drew from, like, Lord of the Rings sometimes. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, there's a thing coming. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know if that actually happens with volcanoes. I live in Oklahoma where we have everything fucking but volcanoes. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, my dad's phone is going off. Copyright. Oh, phone's off. Okay. Uh, Where were we? We were talking about Jurassic World 2, the Kingdom of Autumn. How many of autumn. those you got? The fiefdom of autumn. How many of those you got? The earldom of autumn. How many of those you got? The shogunate? Is that the term of autumn? I think the shogunate is the army itself. Okay. I could be wrong. Hmm. The Nope, I'm out. <laughs> thank you <laughs> queendom of autumn queendom ah, got one okay um yeah no uh, it was a really fun movie it was loud it was scary it was uh it was action packed except for when the villains were on uh it had plenty of action i still don't understand why people bring their six-year-old children to these movies i think there are some six-year-olds that can tolerate it I was not one of them. Yeah, no, I, I would not. I'm have. still scarred from War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there was like a three-year-old somewhere down our row. I think there was, yeah. Because I heard some toddler talk in yeah. multiple places. That just feels too young in general. I don't think you know how a movie's going to affect your kid. A PG-13 is, you're supposed to be 13 and have parents, right? Yeah. Because PG is no. like, you should have parents. PG-13 is you're supposed to be 13 and have parents. I think it's strongly cautioned for parents under 13 um parents under 13 parents under 13 yeah those are the only people who are not allowed to see this <laughs> the, movie the one who gave birth at 12 yes yep those. all right uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no it's it's pretty intense it's uh, it's definitely scarier than yeah jurassic has been in a while um it draws more on some of the horror elements yeah it definitely does um there was a few moments that i feel the tension was broken by the fact that i saw the resolution in the trailers yeah (laughs) (laughs) like when the claw was coming towards the girl's face and then earlier in that trailer you see him in that room owen shooting the dinosaur i'm like i I know what's gonna happen right and the exact thing happened yeah like it played out my brain like a second before like throughout the scene it played in my brain a second before the thing happened right i know what's going on yeah because that would have been a really cool scene if it was just yeah if we didn't know it was gonna happen but anyway uh yeah it's good i hope they don't do a bigger and scarier dinosaur in the next one i hope they do all right let's just go into spoilers now okay i don't have a rating shit one thumb up one velociraptor claw sideways to rip open your belly and tear out your entrails and eat them while you're still alive okay i'm gonna start talking and I'm going to hope that it starts to develop in my brain. Great. More I'm going to rate it <laughs> as Blue, the raptor. Okay. He's really fun. I think it's a she. she. She's really fun. <laughs> uh, she does what she needed to do. But uh, there are a few problems with 
her, such as, and this is where the and the analogy starts to fall apart, that she shouldn't exist because they shouldn't have made the dinosaurs in the first place. <laughs> but I think this movie definitely should exist. It, yeah. It, but, uh, yeah, no, I think I'm going to put it that, that it's blue. It, it, it's fun. It does what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. But it, I feel personally it doesn't go above and beyond. Okay. That's fair. That was a really poor analogy. Yep, that was terrible. It's definitely one of my worst ones, but <laughs> leaving it in. <laughs> I will I'll I will in the future think of my analogy before <laughs> before the podcast. Okay. This is your task now. <laughs> All right. Spoilers. Spoilers. We're going to spoil both of these. We're going to make this thing sit out for 3 days and just let the fruit flies get to it. Yep. It's going to be spoiled as shit. Yep. So which one did you like better? Uh, Incredibles World. 2. Okay, me too. <laughs> I know that the entire rest of the world likes Incredibles better, but I don't. Okay, I I think I think the rest of the world doesn't know how to compartmentalize the different things that we do. Mm-hmm. We literally do a podcast analyzing movies and why we like them and why we don't like them. We're just better at watching movies than other people. Yep. All we're those the best, peasants. We're the best at watching all, <laughs> the, all the what's? Peasants. Peasants. All those pheasants don't know how to watch movies. No, they really don't. <laughs> they don't know how to watch movies. They're just, They're just flying around being assholes and dying and eat it, getting eaten. Um, but uh, oh, we got like 10 minutes left. There's a few edits in there. Yeah. We got like 11 minutes left. We can <laughs> um. No, I, I, I think that uh, Incredibles suffered from more stuff that kind of pulled me out of the movie. Or that I had to forgive a little bit more mm-hmm. with Incredibles than I did with Jurassic World. Um, I think the things – I think my way of thinking of it is the things I had to forgive with Incredibles were bigger than the things I had to forgive with Jurassic World. like exactly what I just said. No, you said you had to forgive more. Okay, I had to forgive harder is kind of what I meant. Okay. <laughs> okay, I understand. It was not quantity that I had to forgive right. more. It was quality that I had to forgive yeah. more. Um, I, ta- I wrote a review for Incredibles, and I'll have one for Jurassic eventually. Uh, but kind of one of my biggest points is that uh, I really kind of didn't buy Bob's whole story. It, mm-hmm. Like, that was the really most cartoony part was just turning him into this guy who is going to fail at being a dad in every possible way. And it's going to be really hilarious for the eight year olds. And not only that, like the, um, it kind of, so it, that's hilarious for the eight year olds, but there was another part that it didn't seem to pass for anybody that it was his, uh, kind of sexism towards his wife. Yeah. He's the one that needs to do all the work that like, that struck me a wrong way. I can see that impulse being in the original character from the first Incredibles, but the way it manifested in Incredibles 2 just felt really, like, in your face, like, they have to tell us, and they just needed more subtlety. Yeah. Uh, so I think that one kind of pulled me out more. Yeah. Um, there didn't seem to be in... Uh, the, both had poor villains. Yeah. I think in the context of the movies, the... Jurassic World villain is a little more out of place. Uh, for the yeah, for like what the villain is doing, I think, or yeah. just like the the general development of the villain, yeah, and like what you kind of see of yeah. how the villain acts. I think the Jurassic World villain is a little worse. I, I agree. I think the the villain character is worse. I think the villain re might be better. 
like the the whole general idea of okay we're actually just going to steal the dinosaurs and sell them i think that idea plays better, oh yeah but the, the actual character that they kind of focuses the spearhead of that mm-hmm. not great i don't like a villain that's a villain for greed or for like just straight up seven deadly sins type yeah, of villain. like there was no explanation of why this guy who clearly has a very cushy and happy life would just throw it all away and he just wants money murder his caretaker for slightly more money yeah that's something that i've never liked like you, you take some of the best villains that there are and there are i mean like you, you have someone like the joker who does exactly what i just said i don't like mm-hmm. but you believe it because he does it for the sake of chaos right but this guy like he does it for like personal gain and you don't buy it from just the way that the character is yeah but, like, the Joker, he's just fucking insane. Right. And there's something wrong with him, and that's why you, you like it, and it's fun. That's his rules. Um, But, like, Wilson Fisk, I always go to for one of the best villains, is that, like, he has it not for his own gain. He needs the money. He gets the money, but right. he uses it to build for other people. Right. Which is believable, which is why I'm still almost on his side. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, and I believe Screenslaver also had her motivations that was like you these superheroes they fuck things up and that's something you that's a trope you see a lot in comics um so it was it was at least like sort of uh oh no it was it was backstory driven that's what it was it was her the dad got killed dad got killed because the heroes didn't come to the rescue right and so she's like why should we trust them to save everybody and this ideal of the superhero someone that can come save everybody and fix all our problems that's dangerous yeah uh, so I think that's a little more believable. The, the, the mm-hmm. so there we go. The um, incentive is significantly better with Incredible Two. Okay. Yeah, um, I I will not argue with that. You haven't been, so I yeah I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing for me is Jurassic felt much more true to the spirit of its existing properties, predecessors, like the, the predecessors. Yeah. Uh, Incredibles Two. I think I've mentioned this before, but it didn't feel like a sequel to the original Incredibles so much as a just an original movie that happened to be using the same character names and likenesses. Yeah. Because the characters felt kind of different and there were a lot of kind of plot threads and thematic threads that were just completely dropped or changed in a movie that started literally moments after the first. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, like I said, the references are good. It's got the horror, but it's got the action, but it's got some humor. It's got a kid that's in danger. Uh it, it's it's got all the all the stuff you want from a Jurassic movement movie. It's got some kind of bigger ideas about um, genetics and okay, we created these creatures. Does that mean that they don't have the same rights as animals? Yeah. Um, I feel like it kind of took some political stances too. That a little bit. It, uh, like it, it actually, what I kind of find interesting is it took in movie political stances that kind of reflected real stuff but it also didn't really because like mm-hmm. uh basically like the the claire and her little crew were all like you know the hippie mm-hmm. um like protesting people right but like it didn't necessarily feel like they were supporting the left really i don't know it personally as someone who was surrounded by the left mm-hmm. uh it it didn't feel like I was like, oh, this movie agrees with me. Yeah, these. I mean, it was it was focused on the single issue. I don't think that yeah. there was 
much in the way of larger like ideological trappings tied yeah. to that it was it was focused enough on a unique enough issue removed enough from real world events that we can see it as like analogous to real world stuff yeah in the sense that like yeah there are these groups that have these very specific interests and they will go to fairly desperate measures because they care enough and they're passionate about these issues but at the same time it didn't just feel like they're saying oh the whole thing's just a very very in your face metaphor for immigration or something yeah dinosaurs are immigrants too <laughs> no the dinosaurs are the native americans i feel like we're the ones that are like the europeans that came and killed them all except we didn't kill them all because it was kill god that killed them all god is the uh, the europeans who killed all okay. the natives <laughs> stretch <laughs> well that now was stretching the flexo pants if i ever met one no i'm bringing them back <laughs> thought about them the other day i was like i should bring them back at some point that's that's bad stretchy mcflexo pants that's... back motherfucker oh i just yep. dropped something in my face nice. oh i am ready to call it yeah um i think we've agreed jurassic park is or jurassic world 2 let's break is... it down into our few into our like kind of like our general categories so acting okay jurassic was better i mean it's it, not it's, really a comparison it's not between... a comparison because it was voice act- but i feel the voice acting like i kind of pointed this out mm-hmm. i feel the voice acting and the animation actually felt like a bad actor. There were definitely times. There were points where there was like uh, conversations that were just back and forth in a way that people would not be talking. Yeah. So it was very, very scripted. And there was a few mm-hmm. few points throughout that movie that I was just like, that's just, if this was live action, that would just be considered bad acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't get that. Uh, there was a few, the little girl, you give her passes because she's a girl. There's a few points that I was just like, eh. but otherwise yeah. she was actually she was, pretty great the whole she time. She might be the best, like, kid in peril that nah. we've had so far in jurassic jake lloyd come on i threw up in my mouth a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say in jurassic specifically oh, okay because <laughs> every single one has had some sort of kid in peril and i think yeah. this might be the best one this is definitely the best one because uh, her expertise actually stems from a real source she knows this house inside and out yeah and so and it gave you a little bit of an explanation of why she like because she was like hey i went through this thing again and she mm-hmm. knew like the names of the eras and stuff like that right um music Ooh, that was actually kind of tough they were both good they're both good um, i think i'm gonna say jurassic i'm gonna go with jurassic 2 it played more to the scares and stuff like that and it had yeah. more it had more work to do yeah and i, I think, think it that's did its probably job. true um because um, the incredibles was just giacchino coming back yeah and doing what he does doing what he did it doing felt very did. incredibles one yeah but um, like i mean a good updated version yeah music was good for both yep uh villain obviously both not great but i'm gonna give it to incredibles for the reasons that yeah. we both stated yeah if the if the dinosaur were not another genetic hybrid i would say jurassic for the dinosaur but yeah but i think that i think that they're not i, th- I don't think that they're the villains i think they're the guns that yeah. the villain holds. I, I buy that. Uh, fuck, what was I going to say? What was the other one? Oh, uh, the, uh, the, the set pieces. Visuals. Ooh. This is interesting, because I liked a lot of the stuff with both. Yeah. There was some, there was some really interesting with, with Screen Slaver, with, like, the... Um, yep. In that cage where it was, like, flashing. While that absolutely... Sab- most definitely sent some people into epilepsy. Oh yeah, um, into epilepsy, into epileptic episodes. <laughs> Just sent them into epilepsy. Vaccines gave me epilepsy. 
Um, there were actually some pretty good visuals and fight scenes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say for what it had or for what it was, I think I'm actually going to give it to Incredibles. Um, Jurassic, there was a few points with dinosaurs that I could see the CGI. Yeah. I, th- I think I'll agree. Like, I like Jurassic. I think it was a very pretty movie. Yeah. Um, for like, I guess ratio wise of like, or like fraction wise mm-hmm. or percentage wise of what it needs to be. I think Incredibles did more of its job. Yeah. And if we're talking like action set pieces, I think Incredibles definitely yeah. is going to take the cake. If we're talking visuals in very general terms, there were some really cool shots in Jurassic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Can, no, I, just, but... can I just gush about that whole opening scene for a minute? Uh, opening scene was the... They're in the submersible and they're going down to get the tooth. That was good water. The... Yeah. <laughs> that was... Aquaman, take fucking notes. Yeah. <laughs> But like that was terrifying. That was a really good scene. You got the guys, you've got the rain in the night, and it's got that Jurassic-y feel. And they're going down, and they find the skeleton. So like, it makes sense. It's just following off of the original. Yeah. And it's really tense because you think the mosasaur is dead. They say, well, the mosasaur's got to be dead. It's had nothing to eat in here for months. But yeah. you're like, it's a Jurassic movie. Someone's getting eat murdered here. Yeah. And like. And then the shot when they release the balloon and it goes up. This is another example of the light illuminating. Oh, the light. And yeah, you just exactly. see the silhouette of it yeah. hovering above them. That was really cool. And then terrible. you go back and you do the same thing with the T-Rex approaching and like uh-huh. it illuminated by Flashlight, lightning. Yeah. Lightning, yeah. That was – the opening scene was really fantastic. I am actually – so I guess since we kind of like have our – we should do our kind of our final points. Last like complaints or compliments – Mine was actually that, like, that wasn't the Mesosaur? Mosasaur. Mosasaur? It's coming back. Because you, you oh, saw yeah. him leave. You didn't see anything else about him until the very end when it was just the fucking Mosasaur in the wave. Yep. And that person was totally dead. Oh, like, yeah. You, you saw it him die. So dead. Which is kind of sad, but yep. it's also really terrifying. That thing is there. <laughs> yep. That was very much like... Hey, the Meg, we're going to one-up you with Jurassic yeah, World Yeah, 3. I was thinking the same thing, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be a shark movie with the, like, four maybe times the, as large as the Maybe the Meg is just Jurassic World 3. <gasps> what if the Meg 2 is Jurassic World 3, and they mash they them together, combi- and then Jurassic World 4 slash the Meg 3 slash Godzilla 3 slash King Kong 3 is just a mashup of all of the monsters. I would imagine it's a mashup of all those monsters because they have the name in them. <laughs> That'd be kind of insane, though, if they take all of these, like, monster sci-fi movies and just put them all together. That would be wild. That would be Infinity War, but Infinity <laughs> More. It'd be Infinity, and that would just be called Infinity More. <laughs> I just want to see Godzilla do, like, an atomic burp to flip, flick off, like, a raptor that's trying to climb on it or something. Just... <laughs> I just want to see it like pick up the Meg and then pick up the uh Met, Met, I forgot Mosasaur. The name. Mosasaur and just like whack them together. <laughs> it's like the that yeah. meme where it's like I'm getting to sleep because of y'all like they're just yes. banging them together. <laughs> uh. um, last complaint. I refuse any villain. And there will never I will never give good villain status to any villain that works just generally works with weapons dealers. Okay. Because that happened. It was just he was selling it to wep- like international weapons dealers. And I'm just like, N- no. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if this happens in real life, but I feel like it doesn't. 
and I feel like it shouldn't. It doesn't feel. And it's very yeah. like this is evil. Yeah. <laughs> forcing you to know that this is evil. Felt a little too over the top. Yeah. So nefarious Toby Jones and all. That was Toby Jones. I did not feel fit in this movie. Not really. No. He had some good moments, but like most part, it was just like. Yeah. I mean, he's better than the the Rafe Spall character, but yeah. All right. Anything else you got? Any last any last comments? I don't think so. It was very sad when the lava got the brachiosaur. Yeah, that was really sad. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. It was really slow too. Yeah. Like they did not just be like, "Oh, he's gonna die." I was like, "Look, watch." Yeah. Watch him die. Yep. Yeah, the movie was very explicit about taking a stance on these are animals and we should care about them. Yeah, which kind of worked it against worked against it because I think it should allow the viewer to come to the conclusion themselves. But also, that was a good scene. So. Yep. All right, all right. Shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening to this mishmash of things where we talked about the Incredibles two and Jurassic World two, the Kingdom of Autumn and its fall and how it ended and it was bad. Um, that's the official title. If you like, go on IMDb. That's what it actually says. I knew it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what's going to happen when I get editing privileges on IMDb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just change the name to things. If you had thoughts about one or both of these movies and you wanted to share them with us, you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Justice Loses Pod. Or you can find us at Justice Losers Pod at gmail.com if you want to write a. You can't find us 7, there. 000, I mean, you can, you can send things you to us. You can send things at and us. The things and... that you send will find us where we are. Yeah. That's that's how that works. You, you know works. how the internet works. You get it. You, you know how it's going. But if you have thoughts about one or both of those movies and think we're wrong, you could send 140 characters to our Twitter or 7,000 words to our Gmail or Pretty somewhere sure it's in between to our Facebook. characters on Twitter now. I thought it was only for some accounts. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Uh, what are we talking about next week? Oh, that is a good question. We haven't figured it out yet. Uh, if you know me... what we should talk about next week, no, tell us No, I will soon. fucking figure this out. Okay. He's going to figure this out right now. I don't think we actually have something set for next week. Okay. I think about it. What are well, the moves coming out? We've got Ant-Man. Ant-Man in, in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Uh, When's Fallout? Not till the end of the not month. Not till the end of the month. End of next month. Oh, well, damn yeah, it. That's like, this month's almost over. Uh, anyway, you can find this podcast and others like it on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, yes. Be sure to check out our YouTube because we'll eventually have some actual video content there. So make sure you're subscribed and then we won't bother you with lots of stuff until it's actually real good stuff that we did. Yep. I mean, good in as much as anything we ever do is good. But yeah. Oh, this is taking forever to load. I'm going to get it and you're just going to have to edit. Yep. Okay. Those YG phone numbers. Youth gathering. That's what it is. We have nothing for next week. Okay. Let's look through our episodes list, episode ideas list. We still have the How to Survive a Movie that we were going to do. That's true. Yeah, I've got some actual week? notes and stuff on that. We can do that. That's actually kind of good. It fits a little bit with... Uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. So there's some people that, that very much didn't survive that, that one. That's what our next episode is. Is uh kind of the tr- we're basically gonna name it like how to survive a movie. Uh, we're gonna look at all the tropes of how people end up dying in movies and how anytime someone does this one thing, it's like I'm gonna go to the bathroom and it's like you're fucking dead. You're gonna get stabbed in the toilet. Yep. 
or don't be black in a horror movie. Don't be. Um, so stuff like that and if you have any specific uh tropes that you've seen in movies where someone dies and you saw it coming because they did a certain thing let us know yeah tell us about it on one of one of those things of those mediums send us a list on google mail yep do that on the google mail very thing uh send us a list on the 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 other places just fucking do it okay bye 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 Bye.